Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 251, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's Monday, I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and here we go, our final 10 episodes. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So a good weekend Marvin? Oh yeah Dave, yeah I got a new video game. Oh wow, okay that's new. You know I would have thought with your hooves that you wouldn't be able to... Oh no Dave, no, we have special controllers. Oh I see, okay, well what's the new game? Well, Dave, you have to capture these little cows, and you keep them in this ball thing, and you train them, and then you battle other guys with their little cows. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called Pokemoo. You know, my favorite little cow is this little yellow and black one called Peekamoo. And when you battle, you say, Peekamoo, I choose you. And then he comes out of the ball to battle. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Well, Marvin, it is Monday. In fact, our second to last Monday of the podcast. So, you ready to go? Oh, you betcha. Dave, I choose you. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marv, it's our toughest one yet. Here we go. Three, two, one, and go. Creation and the fall and the patriarchs and God's covenants. Moses, the Passover, out into the wilderness, Ten Commandments and the tabernacle. Judges and Ruth and then kings. Saul and David, another covenant, and Solomon builds the temple. Kingdom splits, Israel falls to Assyria, Judah falls to Babylon. Seventy years of exile, they returned, then four hundred years of silence. Jesus is born, he grows up, he's baptized, he's tempted, he calls his disciple and he cleanses the temple. Lots of miracles, healings, casting out demons, teachings, parables, he meets Moses and Elijah and he raises Lazarus. Enter Jerusalem on a donkey, he goes up against the Pharisees, he washes his disciples' feet and he shows them that the Passover is about him. Jesus is arrested, Peter denies him three times, Jesus is sentenced to death and nailed to a cross. He dies, it goes dark, earthquake, curtain torn. On the third day, Jesus rises, he shows his wounds, he restores Peter and he ascends to heaven. The Holy Spirit comes to the disciples in Jerusalem. The disciples are arrested and freed, but then Stephen gets killed. The church scatters, Philip goes to Samaria, the Holy Spirit is working amongst the Gentiles. Saul's converted on the road, he begins preaching and Peter takes the gospel to a Roman commander. Paul and Barnabas go on this huge journey and they're preaching and they're thrown out of places and they're flogged and they're stoned and almost killed, put in prison, but the church keeps growing. And the next journey is Paul and Silas. Good work, Marvin, and you got just one more of those to go. Yeah, Dave, we're almost there. So, reading time, huh? It is, Marvin. Now, we are fast-forwarding past a couple of chapters of Acts, chapter 17 and 18, and in those, it's kind of more of the same. Paul continues his journey, he's preaching everywhere he goes, and the church is growing, but again, there are always people trying to silence him, trying to force him to leave, or, or threatening to put him in prison, all of that stuff. Oh, I see. Now, in today's reading, he's reached a place called Ephesus. And, well, things are going to get a bit crazy, so that's what we'll hear about today. Oh, okay, great. So, who's reading for us today? Today, we're back to our friend Petra. Oh, hi, Petra. Hello. Today's passage is taken from Acts chapter 19, verses 21 to 41. After all this had happened, Paul decided to go to Jerusalem. He went through Macedonia and Achaia. After I have been to Jerusalem, he said... I must visit Rome also. He sent Timothy and Erastus, two of his helpers, to Macedonia, but he stayed a little longer in Asia Minor. At that time, many people became very upset about the way of Jesus. There was a man named Demetrius who made things out of silver. 
he made silver models of the temple of the goddess Artemis. He brought in a lot of business for the other skilled workers there. One day, he called them together. He also called others who were in the same kind of business. My friends, he said, you know that we make good money from our work. You have seen and heard what this fellow Paul is doing. He has talked to large numbers of people here in Ephesus. Almost everywhere in Asia Minor, he has led people away from our gods. He says that the gods made by human hands are not gods at all. Our work is in danger of losing its good name. People's faith in the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be weakened. Now she is worshipped all over Asia Minor and the whole world, but soon she will be robbed of her greatness. When they heard this, they became very angry. They began shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Soon people were making trouble in the whole city. They all rushed into the theatre. They dragged Gaius and Aristarchus along with them. These two men had come with Paul from Macedonia. Paul wanted to appear in front of the crowd, but the believers wouldn't let him. Some of the officials in Asia Minor were friends of Paul. They sent him a message begging him not to go into the theatre. The crowd didn't know what was going on. Some were shouting one thing and some another. Most of the people didn't even know why they were there. The Jews in the crowd pushed Alexander to the front. They tried to tell him what to say, but he motioned for them to be quiet. He was about to give the people reasons for his actions. But then they realised that he was a Jew. So they all shouted the same thing for about two hours. Great is Artemis of the Ephesians, they yelled. The city clerk quieted the crowd down. People of Ephesus, he said. The city of Ephesus guards the temple of the great Artemis. The whole world knows this. They know that Ephesus guards her statue, which fell from heaven. These facts can't be questioned. So calm down. Don't do anything foolish. These men haven't robbed any temples. They haven't said evil things against our female god. But you have brought them here anyhow. Demetrius and the other skilled workers may feel they have been wronged by someone. Let them bring charges. The courts are open. We have our governors. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Settle it in a court of law. As it is, we are in danger of being charged with a crime. We could be charged with causing all this trouble today. There is no reason for it so we wouldn't be able to explain what has happened. After he said this, he sent the people away. Thanks, Petra. Oh, wow, Dave. Yeah, you're right. Things did get crazy. Yep, they sure did. It all started because this guy Demetrius was worried that if people were going to listen to Paul, then no one would buy the little silver statues and the stuff that they made to worship their goddess, Artemis. Now, obviously, that would mean they wouldn't be making as much money, and so they get this whole huge crowd stirred up, and they've grabbed Paul friends, and they're all crammed into this big meeting space, the theatre, and everyone's yelling, and no one knows what's happening, and yet some people don't even know why they're there. And Paul wants to go in and try and calm things down, but the other believers are like, no, Paul, you can't go in there, it's crazy they'll kill you. Oh, yeah, but then that other guy kind of sorted it all out, huh? 
Yep, the city clerk steps up and basically says, can you all knock it off? These men actually haven't done anything wrong. And if they do do something wrong, well, that's what the courts are for. So we don't need to have this big riot. So yeah, basically knock it off. Gosh, Dave, yeah, it was just as well that he was there, huh? Yep, it was. Now, Marvin, as we've walked through Acts, we've seen a lot of bad things happen to the disciples and the other believers. We've seen Stephen and James both lose their lives. We've seen the disciples arrested, flogged, stoned, put in prison, having to escape from people who want to arrest them or worse. And you know, you could read that and it might seem like the church is kind of spinning out of control, like it's barely hanging on while there's just attack after attack after attack. Oh, yeah, kind of, Dave. But Marvin, our God is always in complete control just like he has been since day one of our podcast. And so, yes, the church had to scatter from Jerusalem because Saul was trying to arrest all the believers, but look what happened. God used that to send Philip to the Sumerians and send other believers out in all sorts of different directions, taking the good news with them. So, sure, Paul had to leave a bunch of places, yes, but what did that mean? Well, it meant that Paul arrived in the next place to tell the people about Jesus exactly when he was supposed to. God was using everything, every bit of it. Oh, Okay. See, nothing is outside of God's control, even people who don't know him, like this city clerk in today's story. He had no idea he was being used by God, but he was. The world might seem like it's just spinning out of control at times, but it's really not. It never has been. And just like we've watched God's plan, his big story, unfold over the last 251 readings, well, his plan is still unfolding. God is still working in all things, good and bad, for the good of his people, and to bring glory to his name. Well, that sounds familiar, Dave. Isn't there a Bible verse that says something like that? Oh, good work, Marvin. Yes, there is. Paul actually wrote in the book of Romans, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. You can find that one in chapter 8, verse 28. So, yep, today, let's thank God that he is still working in all things for our good. Yeah, amen, Dave. And well, that's it for today, Marvin. So let's say goodbye. We'll be back tomorrow for day 252. Okay, yeah. Bye, everyone. I'm off to battle some more Pokemoons. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.